Hello, this is Scott Jens. Welcome to Sandbox Stories. This sandbox story shares a perspective that can help us apply lessons from building a spec home to the business of optometry. Stick with me on this one. There are some amazing parallels here. My summer retirement has led me to be a snowbird. While my primary home and roots remain in Wisconsin, my wife and I spend a chunk of the cold winter months in Florida. We kicked the tires at first, buying a townhome. The advantages of a turnkey residence in a gated community were eventually overcome by being a bit cramped with others. So we went through the process of securing a single family residence. Instead of buying an existing house or building something custom, we went with a community in which the builder constructs spec homes. You know the type, where the builder offers four styles of home and each floor plan comes with one or two minor modifications. Otherwise, each model is a cookie cutter duplicate of the other. In hindsight, the concept of being given a few slightly modified iterations of the same product is a lot like the offering of an eye exam to a patient. Most of the time, the optometrist is offering the same base model service with minimal patient-focused differences to give slightly different experiences, outcomes, and results. What's interesting about this comparison is how each is sold. I found deep parallels here. The home builder telling us as a prospective customer that they use the latest technology and utmost caring to craft the best product, just as ODs do when describing their best eye exam you will ever have. And pricing? It's hard to pin it down. There's a base price, but there are a few extras here and there that they recommend. And they seem to suggest are optional, but they really recommend them. Why are homes and eye exams pitched this way? Well, it's because we assume that customers will turn off their listening ears if they get the full price up front. But the adding of multiple options to a base price sure wasn't a fun experience when building a home, and it can't be so for an eye care patient either. Back to building the house. Since the template was pretty much set, we didn't have to worry about diversions in the process until there were diversions. And the two that were most germane to eye care delivery were staffing issues and supply chain confusion. When you build a spec home, the builder hopes that their templates are so easy to follow that any subcontractor they hire can do the work with a consistent product output. We all know that is entirely untrue. And wow, did we experience this. Like an electrician that didn't put in under cabinet lighting until the day of closing. And with the tile backsplash already installed, decided to score deep gouges in our painted drywall to run down wires from the ceiling to the bottom of the cabinets. Unfortunately, optometry practices have been faced with putting minimally trained personnel in front of their paying customers and finding that the patient experience is severely and negatively impacted too. It's just not acceptable to cut corners on hiring good people and sending them down the proper training lines so they know that there are high expectations for attitude and performance before they face a single customer. 
And as for supply chain challenges, it's always been difficult in the building industry to be sure that nails or studs or windows will be available when you need them. But the customer expects the builder to have figured it out, and the builder should communicate clearly and effectively about timelines. Unfortunately, we got the famous line, we simply don't know, about when our windows would arrive, and our home was delivered months later than we had hoped because they couldn't get or wouldn't share details about the ETA of windows. This feels analogous to the sometimes intentionally vague way that eye care businesses make promises about eyewear delivery times. If we tell patients 10 business days, then it's been indirectly said that the job might take two weeks or more. Why do we let our suppliers dictate such ambiguity? And why do we repeat it? And why don't systems exist that give patients real-time insight into manufacturing and delivery time? Ultimately, as with many businesses, what kept us sane was the few people that managed the process. Our construction manager, Omar, and his boss, Wesley, were able to inform us to the best of their abilities about delays and concerns. Much like a savvy and caring clinical technician that enters a dark exam room of a dilating patient who has been unhappily waiting for the doctor and tries to politely share the bad news that the wait will be at least another 20 minutes. Omar was there to listen, to acknowledge, and to do whatever he could to salvage our enthusiasm and to recover our attitudes. He gave us a few special treatments along the way, and our bond grew to one of trust, which the builder needed given that little they were doing was making us trust them as a company. He involved Wes occasionally, but he also made Wes directly available to us, and we used that path from time to time as a way to escalate our concerns. I wonder if anyone that owns an eye care clinic has actually told the waiting patient, if you ever want to open the door and exit this room and speak with someone, I'll be right here at this desk and you can come find me. That's what Wes did for us. If you don't have an Omar and a Wes on your team, you better create them because customer satisfaction equates to satisfaction with your brand. At the end of the process, I was afforded the chance to meet with the general manager of the building project in the neighborhood. This was the equivalent to actually meeting the doctor of a practice in the lobby and having a chance to give genuine feedback and critique. Ian is his name, and I have to say he showed a great deal of vulnerability to stand in my driveway and hear me out. We agreed that together, perhaps we can change for the better future customer experiences, which made the conversation feel worthwhile. In the end, we have a decent home that feels worth the price we paid but we don't love the brand and can't really recommend it. Unless we knew that Omar and Wesley and Ian would be directly involved, which of course they cannot be in that sort of a business model. I care businesses in comparison can stand on the professionalism, skills and personality of a great doctor. But if their systems or teams are broken, suppliers are slow or commitments are vacuous, the chance of getting a good rating and any sort of recommendations to others are going to be as slim as they are for my builder. My challenge to you, be better than a spec home builder. If you commit to being great at all you do, the customers will keep coming. Until my next Sandbox story, be great at all you do.